0: What's my
1: character's name again?
2: Oh, let's say. Your mom Got him. hey <laughs>
1: welcome 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 to the garlic boys tgb one shot i just said the garlic boys you know dude
2: you just said it
1: (laughs) right from the top welcome why boys one shots if you have the shot take it eat the garlic bread bake it i'm matthew house and i am your only host everybody else is gone i'm kidding we also have people like connor o'connor First cold one. Okay, we have. (laughs) I
2: I yeah. It sounded like
1: you were going through a tunnel. It's okay. We have after like raptor as well.
0: I want to sit next to Connor and eat these Reese's pieces so bad right now.
2: I want to sit next to you and. I want to
1: make out with Connor with Reese's pieces in my mouth. We
2: also have mug. What,
3: what did you say about it?
2: Glory, glory,
0: Potter died.
3: That's what the racist pieces would have done to him. <laughs> <laughs> and our
1: exceptional tries very, very hard to keep this stuff going. And uh, Amazing DM the Fire Lord Jackie. Thank you for joining us. Not even Taylor Swift
4: could make this bad girl good for a weekend. Oh, got him. Hi. <laughs> Hello.
3: Hi. hi. Hi.
4: A more enthusiastic hi this time. Hello! Good. Hello! Evening. Hola! Uh, Como estás? I'm having trouble finding the token for, uh, yes, the Tarask that I'm gonna kill you all (laughs) with. But uh, what I'm not having trouble with is getting into this uh, campaign. So we're gonna be playing um, Dragons of Stormwreck Isle, and it is uh, about this little island called Stormwreck? No, yeah, Stormwreck?
3: Sounds about right.
4: Yeah, we'll call it that. Um, it's um, called Stormwreck Isle. I've I've sent you guys a map, which we will post on our Instagram. It is a map of this uh this isle of dragons, bones, and uh many different wars have taken place here. You know, this is a burial ground of a lot of different dragons. Um, you guys all jump off of the boat here um at Let's see here. Uh, ah, of
2: course.
1: Um, for the record, I don't jump off the boat; I sachet. Of the, course. For
4: um, for the record, the as you all do looks. get
1: off the, as you <laughs> all do get off the boat, though.
4: Um, <clears throat> so you, in uh, if you wanted to see our session zero where we built and talked about these characters, you can check that out on our Patreon. But uh, for story's sake, all of you get off of the boat. Um, I'll, I'll read this once more just so just so our viewers kind of get a good uh, idea of where we're at. Uh, Welcome to Dragon's Rest. Your journey was uneventful, but the island now visible off the bow promises rare wonders. Seaweed shimmers in countless brilliant colors below you, and rays of sunlight defy the overcast sky to illuminate the lush grass and dark basalt rock of the island. Avoiding the rocks jutting up from the ocean, your ship makes its way toward a calm harbor on the island's north side. A large open-air temple comes into view, perched on the edge of a high cliff above you. The ship drops anchor at the mouth of the harbor, and two sailors row you ashore. You have plenty of time to admire the towering statue at the center of the temple, depicting a wizened man surrounded by seven golden songbirds. A long path winds up to the side of the cliff to the temple, dotted along the way with doorways cut into the rock. The sailors set you ashore on a rickety dock where a large rowboat is neatly tied. They point to the base of the path and wish you good luck before they row back to the ship. Your visit to Dragon's Rest begins. I would like you to each describe the people who get off the boat once more to our viewers. We'll start with
1: um, Matt. Oh, cool. Uh, I didn't start last time. It's okay. Uh, I am a regal but hardened looking uh, human man uh, with blonde hair tied up in sort of a bun Um, Some some nice chainmail armor that is of really good quality with uh, lots of scaly dragon-esque accents to it. Um, In my uh, right hand, I hold a battle axe, uh, and along my back are five javelins strapped uh, on the outside of my cape. My cape has a large platinum dragon emblazoned on the back that is my character thank you very much for listening Connor
2: you see before you one of the hottest elves of have scene <laughs> but not hot because of glamour and not just because he has the sharp cheekbones but because he looks like a man that knows how to work in the woods a man that knows how to build his hands this man steps off the boat, Ooh. and he has just beautiful, long, blonde hair. Half up, half down. And the, the half that is up is braided, just like hot bread, down into his ponytail. He's still there. He's a tall, slender man, but with muscles that ripple, even within the arm that he's wearing, that's skin tight against him. He has a bow strapped upon his back, and he's ready for the adventure that unfolds before and him.
1: Hey, yo! whoo! <laughs> getting me hey, into it bro. right <laughs> is, is this my girlfriend's book this yet? is he's
2: literally hey, one of those yo. dudes that shops wood on tiktok like that's the man you're looking at <laughs> Damn. Okay, okay. Him, okay
4: okay okay <laughs> okay um
0: you follow that guy
4: <laughs> Corey?
0: you see a five six dwarf claret walk down the boat ramp He's dressed in all white with, like, it's more of a, it's not like gold, but it's more of a uh, peach-ish kind of hue. Uh, just like, basic cleric gown uh, with a mace on his side and a torch as well, and his hood is up, and all you can see is just a little bit of his face, but mostly beard, in the or mostly white beard. And he walks down the boat ramp and says, hello other adventurers, may this be a blessed day.
3: And mug. Off the boat steps this extremely outrageous looking woman. She is dressed head to toe in all black. A very large, poofy gown. Uh, cut off at the knees. Very Lolita-ish. But gothic Lolita. Uh, she has a corset. She has these lacy gloves on. Very high, like spiderweb-looking collar that goes up behind her head. Um... She has this dark wispy hair up in a ponytail, and the ponytail itself is styled to like stick upward, like Susie in the Banshees' hair. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but she steps off the boat, uh and it looks like she's almost in the wrong dimension. She is gray and monochrome colored compared to everything else that is brightly colored around her, and she stares. Love it! Oh, I love
4: that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, our adventurers all get off of the boat, and as you're about to leave the beach and start your climb, uh, you hear a ruckus of splashing and a wet gurgling moan behind you. Three figures are shambling up the water's edge, about thirty feet away. They're dressed as sailors, but their skin is gray, and they look brown. water drools from their slack mouths as they lurch towards you. You jump into action as the adventuring party that you started out to be. This is your first encounter, your first, kind of like on your first quest. So um, if you guys wouldn't mind going to your D&D Beyond uh, on your desktop and getting in your character, you should be able to hit like a play button or something in the top right hand. That'll send you into an encounter builder. Is already prepped and ready to go. This is D and D Beyond's new encounter builder. It's freaking awesome. Um, that's so cool. And I've been messing around with it, and it's pretty pretty cool. This is this is kind of where we're at right now. If you're, are we all on there?
3: Sick. I think so.
1: Yeah. Cool. So yeah, you see your characters, correct? Yeah. You should be able to move them. No freaking way. What? Where am I
3: going?
1: Oh, oh that's sick. sick. So from, from oh, the
3: launch you- game.
4: So now we can actually tell uh, quicker where we are and stuff without having to know that. And in the future we can record this too, do like a screen share type thing. We're we're all seeing what we're all seeing, you know. So Sweet. and I do need you all to roll initiative.
3: Ooh. How can Here we I do got a net on initiative?
4: Yeah, it already popped up for me. Connor, your initiative?
2: Um uh, fourteen, sorry. Whoa there. All
4: okay. right, you guys are... You guys got lucky with the initiative scores because the zombies got a one and I, there are four zombies. Our initiative order goes like this and I do need you to all, uh, say your names, um, for, of your characters because, uh, because right now on my screen, it just says that this is my initiative order and, uh. And here's what it says. Elf wizard is first. Human paladin is second. Elf fighter is third. Dwarf cleric is fourth. Which it is still important for the, the uh, audience to know that because we're doing some fundamental D&D stuff. Um, and be hyper-explanatory about your turns, too. Yeah. So... Um, Elf wizards, what is your name and what does your turn look like? Uh
3: so my name is Whisty Wonderbella. And I have okay, I have no idea what I want to do for my first turn. Um let's see. What is, what is this character got here?
4: So right now you're about 5 10 15 20 25 feet away from the closest zombie. Um And you can do anything within your first uh, level character sheet's abilities. Just uh, narrate what you want to do.
3: Awesome. It seems like I have a wand, perhaps? Or something that can cast Ray of Frost, which is what I want to do. But I want to make sure it's not like
4: a... Let's see here.
3: I think... No, it's just one of my cantrips. I'll just do that then.
4: You do not have a wand, but you do have a component pouch, um, spell book, you know, various things. But yeah, it is one of your cantrips. So, uh, yep, you, you cast Ray of Frost.
3: Getting used to playing a wizard again. Has a lot more things than there was for a barbarian. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
4: okay, you're casting Ray of Frost.
3: Let's see what we got here. <laughs> uh, that'll be a seven to hit uh
4: seven is not gonna hit but you're not far away um so seven's gonna miss ray of frost goes just right by it and uh that was your action you still have a bonus action movement
3: oh neat yeah okay bonus action
4: next is human paladin so just keep in mind what you want to do but go ahead mug
3: I was just going to say, I think I'm just going to stay in my spot right now. I don't want to risk getting hit.
4: Okay. Bonus action? Anything?
3: I don't think I have anything for my bonus action. Just, All right. Yeah.
1: All right. Human Paladin, what is your name and what does your turn look like? My name is Lorne, Lorn. L-O-R-N. Um, and my turn looks like... Uh, I'm going to just go... I can move 30 feet. So 5, 10, 15, 20... I'm going to move 20 feet and attack the third zombie down um, from the top. Uh, and I'm going to attack him with my battle axe, um, which is a plus 5 to hit DC. Hell yeah. Go ahead and give me the attack roll. Mm, I only rolled a 10. <laughs> a, t- a 10 is going to hit, actually. Actually? All right. Yes. So... Uh, I swing my battle axe uh, right right at its, uh, like, shoulder area, the the traps there. Um, And I do, why are there two different types of damage? That's a good question. Ooh, let me investigate. It will be an educational moment. It says 1d8 or 1d10.
2: I believe I I know.
4: Go ahead, Connor, because I think you're right.
2: It depends on if you're doing it one-handed or two-handed. That is correct. Uh, ooh. The so, two-handed weapon fighting allows for greater damage because it offers more control of the weapon. So yeah. one-handed allows you to use the weapon, and you could have a shield if you wanted to, but it doesn't do as much damage as the two-handed would do.
1: Okay. Well, I don't have a shield, and it is a battle axe. Uh, I would swing that with two hands, I feel. So uh, then it is the 1d10? 1d10 yeah. plus 3 then. Sounds good to me. All right, let's roll a one d ten. That's not a one d ten. Come on, buddy. There it is. Ah, <laughs> four damage. Nice. Oh, darn it. I it.
4: You sink it into its a- into its shoulder and
1: rip her out.
4: Uh, bonus action movement, or you use your movement?
1: Yeah, I use my movement. I don't have a bonus
4: action. Alright, so. up next would be my elf fighter and then my dwarf cleric. So uh elf fighter, what is your name and what does your turn look like?
2: My name is Uriel Leafglade. Leafglide, sorry, champion of the hidden grove. I will don my bow and fire an arrow straight at one of these creatures. God, he's hot. <laughs> uh 15. 15's gonna hit. I'm going to use my new froggy dice. Uh, that's an 8 on the dice, so that's an 11 damage.
4: Nice. 11 damage, all right. Right in its head. It keeps moving towards you, but ever so much slower.
1: Question, Connor. How do you become a champion uh, at level 1? Did you have to kill a bunch of like squirrels or something?
2: Uh, it's it's hidden. No one knows that I'm actually the champion. There. <laughs> so thank you for having me reveal part of the backstory before we ah, even started, that's Matt.
4: Good. That's very you're good. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> it sounds like you're about to do uh, an advertisement for Raid Shadow Legends.
4: <laughs>
2: God, that's good. You, okay. don't, you don't want to talk uh, about the dwarf- world's number one mobile gaming?
4: <laughs> dwarf Cleric, what does your name
0: and your turn look like? So, my name is Singrek Blessrock. Uh, And I'm going to move forward about, let's say, uh, I'm going to move up about 10 feet, and I'm going to bless everybody. Nice. And then I, can I do, no, I shouldn't do, Uh, or can I, can I not do bless and a cantrip in one turn?
1: I don't think you can do that. Are either of them bonus actions? If it, if it so. says B-A, no, not. then yeah, you can only do one.
0: So
2: everybody gets blessed.
1: The only talk- thing you can do as a bonus action is healing word. Okay.
2: What does bonus action look like practically for us? Bless, you mean? Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: um, bless practically means that you get an extra D4 for saving throws and attack rolls.
2: Yes. Um, Just like one to use or like... Until the spell ends.
4: You bless up to three creatures of your choice whenever a target makes an attack roll or saving throw before the spell ends. So whenever, anytime before the cool. spell ends. And it's up to a minute with concentration, yeah. so you'll just have to re-roll a concentration check. Sweet. Yep. Alright, and that's every turn. So is that your turn? Yep. Alright, so uh, zombies. Zombies' turns, they've got a 20 movement speed. So they're going to move 5, 10 over here. This one's going to stay. 1, 10, 15, 20. 5, 10, 15, 20. Going to go straight for you guys. And Bring each it of on, are...
1: you unholy abominations.
4: <laughs> each of them are going to attack you. Um, dice. Oh, I guess I'm just going to be using digital today. All right, four attack rolls. All right, so in this order, uh, Mug, Hit, or sorry, I should say your character names. Wistie, Hit, Lorne, Hit. Thank you. Uriel, Critical Fail, or actually Lorne, Critical critical Hit, Uh, Uriel, Critical Failure. Um and then uh, Singrek miss. Good thing
1: I have eighteen AC.
4: (laughs) Um. So then it's going to be Wisty. You're taking four damage, and you, uh, Uriel, or uh, and Lorne. You're taking three. Okay. Oh, sorry, six.
1: Okay, yeah, because double, gotcha.
4: And uh, Uriel, you have the opportunity to attack uh, the creature that attacked you. So give and uh, just give a normal attack roll with anything that's not ranged. Um, you You have that opportunity, but I will say if you're going to do that, then on your next turn, you will have started the turn with a different weapon than your bow. So you'll have to switch back to it if you want to, and that takes an action.
2: If if it's still going to be in my um, melee range, then I'll just swap right over to my greatsword. Okay, um, he, he kind of just throws the bow up, and it lands on him perfectly, like um, the 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 string in front of him. And he, as he does that, he pulls his greatsword and he'll slash across the zombie.
4: Cool. Give me that attack roll. Uh, twenty-one. That'll
2: hit twenty-one. Twenty-one. I swear to you. I swear to you I just got two sixes. So that's gonna be thirteen damage.
4: Uh crit uh uh death blow or stunning blow.
2: It looks like a zombie. That's gonna be a death blow. I, I'm not getting bit today.
4: All right, this one is dead. So if damage reduced to a zombie is zero hit points, it must make a constitution saving throw with a DC of five plus the damage taken. What was the damage taken? 13, so 18 is my DC on this. And if I uh, succeed, I am at one health point instead, but if I fail, the zombie is dead. So I'm rolling that right now with a DC of 18, and that's gonna be a 16 on the die. zombie is dead. Blah. Nice. And then, uh, <laughs> yes, we're back at the top of initiative with uh, Wistie's turn and Lauren on deck.
0: All right.
3: Wistie not doing good. Wistie at four. Um, Wistie's gonna cast, let's see. Probably thunderwave because this guy's right in front of her, and I don't think that it'll hit anybody else around me. Okay. So yeah, I'm gonna cast thunderwave on this guy.
4: Okay, I, thunderwave it is.
3: Okay.
2: I think they have the, the thunderwave has a dexterity saving throw. If I'm wrong, please don't. Uh, let me
3: like actually read it. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to look at the thing, and I'm not doing great. D&D Beyond is. Very small on my screen. Uh, two d8 thunder damage and it's pushed 100 feet away. It just says con thirteen. So does that mean they uh have to roll a constitution saving throw? Yes,
4: yes. and I'll get right on that cool. constitution saving throw. They have a plus three to these. The roll on the die is going to be a seventeen plus three DC. That's a twenty.
3: Oh, so I assume they they save. save.
1: Yes, they save. Does okay. it say if they take half damage still? I don't know ah. if they do on Thunder Wave. I believe they do with Thunder Wave.
3: Yeah, so go ahead and roll much. the
4: damage and they'll take it half. Okay.
3: I'm gonna roll. Uh it was nine, so four or five.
4: Okay. So uh we will always round up, so five. Cool.
3: So yeah. Thunder wave this guy in front of me for five damage. It, it. Yeah. Um,
4: and that's your turn?
3: Yeah, because I think if I back away, he's going to hit me again.
4: <laughs> Lauren, it's your turn. He would. You're right. <laughs> oh,
3: wait. Um, uh, sorry. One more thing. I think I have a. a Now, because it's a reaction. I was going to say, can I cast shield, but it's a reaction. So, never mind.
1: Um, forgive me if I am wrong Uh, do javelins uh, I'm sorry do ranged attacks provoke an attack of opportunity as in I'm standing next to this guy I'm going to attack another guy by throwing a javelin does that provoke an attack of opportunity from the guy standing next to me yes it would okay then I'm not going to do that I'm going to hit him with my battle axe I'm going to Swing it around, kind of like those uh, those bell ringers at the carnivals where swing it around and, like, come right down on his head. That's what I'm going to try and do. Nice. Give me
4: that attack roll.
1: Yes. Ooh, that's a dirty... Nope, that's a 24. So, That'll dirty, dirty yep. 24. Um, now, damage is 1d10. Again, plus... <laughs> Four damage again. I'm going to not roll that one anymore. Four? Okay.
2: Just four.
4: All right. Uh, elf Fighter, your turn. Or sorry. Uriel, your turn. As I see,
2: as I still have my sword out and I see that Wistie is in trouble, I'm going to use all the grace given to me from my elvish heritage, um, move over uh, and engage the zombie in front of her. But I'm going to somehow slide on the sand and just Kind of try and slice him in half as I slide past her. Okay, cool. Um, Attack roll. 11. No, 12. That'll hit. That's going to be five damage this time.
4: All right. uh, Singrek, your turn.
2: Singrek unholsters his
0: mace from his left hand side and turns towards the zombie that is right next to him and takes a whack at him.
4: All right. Attack
0: roll. A seven.
4: Alright, that's going to hit. Oh no, a seven? That's not going to hit.
0: A seven for damage. Eleven. Oh, yeah. Hit.
4: Okay, damage. Cool.
0: And that is going to be my turn.
4: Alright. We're back to Zambies. Three attack rolls. Okay. So, Uriel. Miss. Lorne. Hit. Gosh darn it. wreck, Miss.
0: I got that high armor class, baby. Yeah,
1: so do I. But apparently it does nothing against zombies.
2: Matt, <laughs> like, have you just tried doing better?
1: Uh, have you just tried uh, sucking my big toe? Because maybe that'll uh, I have
2: Lauren, tried, and you won't let me.
1: Lauren, four damage. Okay, sounds good.
4: I'm and pretty bloody. I, I do need you to make a constitution saving throw because you might be turning into a zombie if you get bit much more. Even better.
1: Uh, constitution. My constitution is plus two, so I'm going to roll a nine, plus two, plus three, which is my the D4. Can we still do that? The bless? Yes, of course. full cool beans. So that is... 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. That's going to save. You're good. Oh, good.
4: <laughs> um, all right. Well, then it is uh, Wistie's turn.
3: Wait, sorry. Cool. Um, And just one more time. What does the bus get used for? Like, is it just attack rolls?
1: Saving throws and attack rolls
0: okay so So, so i
2: keep forgetting to add mine honestly yeah (laughs) me too (laughs) on my i haven't been adding mine if that's crazy to y'all
3: um we're gonna rave frost this zombie in front of me one more time
2: okay (laughs) sounds good
3: let's see if i can hit it cool no i can't because i rolled a seven again but can i add my bless to that yeah you can cool so that would be something 11.
4: 11 yeah then you you hit
3: Cool. Can I
2: double check on what the range on that is? Because I might be in the cone.
1: But she just (laughs) has to aim at the cone away from you. You take one damage
4: either way. If anything, Lorne is in the cone.
1: (laughs) It's all right. My backup character is the barbarian that I wanted to be, so it's fine.
3: (laughs) I mean, I'm standing right in front of the zombie. I figure I would just shoot it toward the zombie and not anybody else.
1: Just like push it into its stomach and the Yeah,
3: basically. But either way, I rolled one damage so it's not like you know.
1: Good stuff.
0: You got brain freeze.
4: Well, hold on. Make
3: sure you're uh,
4: actually adding your modifier and stuff because your spell attacks. Let's see. Hold on. Open here.
3: It just says
4: 1d8 for me. (laughs) Yes, 1d8, and then you add your plus uh, 5 for your spell attack modifier. So then you did uh, 6 damage.
3: Okay, so I've never done that. Didn't know that was a thing.
4: Yes, spellcasters.
3: Okay, cool. No, it's fine. We learned. You're a wizard! So yeah, any of my first attacks that I would have made would have had that plus 5, and I had no idea.
4: Well, then I'll just throw five damage on each of them, and this one would have died right now. So okay. uh, stu- stunning or death blow?
3: Death blow. Zombie die. <laughs> Freeze.
4: God, noises.
1: <laughs> Tag, you're it.
4: Alright, frozen. Uh, yeah. Lord, your turn.
1: All right, I'm going to do the same thing. Uh, bring my axe around and chop at its side this time. Uh, chop it down like a Christmas tree. All Merry right. Christmas, everybody. Um, roll well. That is a 14, baby. That'll hit. Sweet. G- oh, man.
4: All right. Five damage. Stunning or
1: death blow? Please, for the love of God, death blow!
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cut him right in half. All right, and now I'm rolling
4: the con save for this one. The last one was a fail, by the way, so dead. Ooh, this one drops to one health point. It's still oh, alive.
1: My gosh! Mm-hmm. The luck on this guy over here. Uh, Spetsnaz or uh, Spik Sp- uh, Spoo wreck.
4: Your turn.
0: No, it's Uriel's turn.
4: Okay, you're correct. <laughs>
2: uh, Uriel uh, will. He is going to make his way over. He sees Lauren struggling.
1: I'm not struggling. I'm taking it like a man. Um,
2: and as he runs, he's going to put away his great sword and start donning his bow. Oh no. That's not what I thought it was. All right, fine. I guess I have to just run over and cuz I have it takes an action to switch out weapons. Correct. Well, I thought I had um Surge but I have Segwind. Uh, I, I I always get those two things mixed up. Yeah. Um second wind is a heal. Action surge is your uh I think you get action surge at I mean
1: three. action surge gives you another action. So I, I think Yeah, that... and
2: I wanted another action so I could kill the zombie in front of you because you're struggling. But I'm Maybe just going come over and go. Surge. I'm just gonna come over and go, Don't worry, fair friend. I am here to help you slay this beast that you cannot. And I guess that's my turn. <laughs> Good can you job. Move,
0: can you move any closer? <laughs> Okay. Uh, I, I
2: if I don't put my bone of uh bow away, I can I can still make it over there and just use my sword. And so I'll just be like I I, I will uh I will help slay this beast that you cannot. Um so with great sword Can I
1: block his attack? <laughs>
2: um so that's a thirteen. Do you uh,
1: uh yeah, that'll hit.
4: I mean
2: uh, nine damage.
4: <laughs> Stunning or death blow? <laughs> uh, Death blow. All right, one left.
2: Um, Sing Wreck. At the end of my turn, can I turn around to Lauren and go, don't worry, good friend. Your day in battle will come. And then just just start towards the next one. I, I'm not actually moving yet. I'm just starting towards it.
4: Sure, Singrek.
0: Sing uh, Singrek's going to go, why aren't mm. these damn things dying? And take another whack. All right, sounds
4: good. Use your bless. And uh damage
0: is going to be 10.
4: Stunning or death blow.
0: Death blow.
4: <laughs> the final zombie falls over. You guys get out. Uh, you you get out alive. Good job. Um, pick Definitely yourselves up. How do, you, how do you react at the end of battle?
1: Uh, who needs healing? Everyone but Uriel gets healing. <laughs> Too bad
2: he doesn't need it. Yurio kneels down, places his sword in the sand, and uh, (laughs) Rilafain Ralathol, thank you for blessing me in battle once again. For I fought in your domain, and you blessed me to be the mightiest amongst them.
1: Dramatic. And and I look (laughs) up. I look up at the sky. What the fuck, Baphomet?
3: these guys and their patrons just pick up a book <laughs> <laughs> as i
0: cast healing word on Wissy. yeah oh,
3: thank you for the healing darling
1: yeah sorry i cast uh lay on of hands to myself
2: <laughs> I, I just start putting leaves on lauren um <laughs> over the wounds to try and help heal. it's like yes i've learned how to do this just sit still um, they're not going to do anything. It's just seaweed, but I'm wrapping his uh, his wounds with it.
0: Oh, hello, friends. Who are, who are you? The, who are these kobolds? Who
4: are you? Who are you? You start to notice uh, your arrival has quickly drawn the attention of the entire population of the place, which consists mostly of kobolds. These small reptilian folk eye you curiously while a couple of humans watch from a distance. All the cloister's residents are dressed in simple clothes and no one carries a visible weapon. Of the kobolds, one of them pipes up with, What's your name? To you, uh, Yurio. What's your name? What's your name?
2: My name is Uriel Lethalide, and I am the champion of the Hidden Grove. And he sheaths his sword and he goes, It is a pleasure to meet your fine acquaintance. And does a deep bow.
4: Where are you from? Where are you from? Where are you from? He's pulling on your dress, Wistie. Where are you from? Where are you
3: from? I don't know. Where am I from? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Does I, it say it I, somewhere on my thing, or do I have to come up with it?
4: I, I, I mean, look on your character sheet first. But I mean, I don't use There ah!
0: There is stuff on your character sheet. Uh, well, while you're while you're looking, one of them's
4: gonna go, "What's that? What's that?" At uh, your uh, singrek, your. Uh, what kind of weapon you're wielding right now? A hammer? A mace. A mace? What's that? What's that?
0: This is my sacred mace, forged in the iron of Mitharn.
4: Mm. Um they all keep kind of uh asking you things, chattering kobolds, they they start to uh uh keep they keep asking you all these questions, you know, like who are you? Where are you from? What are you doing? What are you doing here? Um, But amongst those, there are some thank yous. Uh, Thanks for, you know, killing all the zombies on the beach. Now we have our beach back. Um, But the chattering kobolds fall silent. Ah, as a new figure comes into view.
0: (laughs) We couldn't feel the vibrations in the sand. (laughs)
4: So you see this bronze dragon fly down a little bit, um, and then she changes quickly into, and they don't have an actual elder uh, mini on here, so I'm just going to use a darkling elder, into an elder woman. Um, She is... uh, She descends gracefully from the upper cluster. She's an elderly human woman with weathered brown skin, white hair and tight braids and kindly hazel eyes, dressed in a simple white robe. She smiles as she draws near and extends her arms in greeting. Welcome to Dragon's Rest. May Bahamut's guidance lead you to whatever you seek.
1: Um, this is the elder, Runara. I go up uh, with Uriel not being on top of me and I bow uh, like just to one knee and um, like put my arm across my, my shoulder, you know?
4: There we go. And uh, there's like, there's two humans relatively close um, as well as Elder Runara and lots of the kobolds and stuff. Um, So what do you guys want to
0: do? Well, what are we here for?
3: I found it, by the way. With Wh- Wh- whiskey, is from Neverwinter.
0: Neverwinter.
4: You're from Neverwinter.
3: I'm looking for spells. Yes.
4: I. I'm uh, also from Neverwinter. <laughs> one of the voices in the background pops
0: up.
2: I'm also from Neverwinter.
0: So, Elder, we've. We've been tasked with the mission of something. We, we just heard of rumors. Is something called the Shadow of Death?
4: Yes. There have been some interesting things happening around here. Um, whenever you do say Neverwinter, one of the women, uh, the human woman in the back, a muscular woman whose black hair is cropped close to her scalp, light brown skin bearing many scars, one of which runs across her left eye, which is a milky and blind, an elegant prosthetic made from wood and metal replaces her right leg below the knee. Um, She looks over and says, crazy thing about Neverwinter, something lies within, there is a, Ship.
0: A ship? Yes. Um, a ship? Let
4: me see. That's here. what I just
3: said.
1: A boat? Did they just say ship?
3: Yes. Ship. We,
0: ship.
4: The, the Kobold, oh, I chipped that. The Kobold one, Ricks, and I saw a ship abruptly veer off course and crash into the rocks. Uh, I suggest you could help the island by discovering what caused the crash. Um, there's a wreck that you could investigate. If one of you has parchment and quill, I recommend you write this down. I, I will say, first of all, thank you for saving us from the zombies. If you can take care of that, then I'm sure you can take care of this feat. See, I'm, I'm a little retired myself, but back in my adventuring days, this is the type of thing that I would have done, so. I really appreciate that uh, the legacies are still on and active within adventurers and just willingness to explore dragon wrecked castles and islands. So, <clears throat> there is a shipwreck that you can find somewhere on this island called the Compass Rose. Hmm. I'd love to find out what caused that crash because it is why I ended up in Neverwinter or, fr- or why I ended up here. From Neverwinter.
3: will take a look.
4: Ooh.
2: Um I, I, I could have just missed it. This is out of character. Did you say what the elder's name was?
4: Runara.
2: Elder Runara. I have actually uh, he, he he bends a knee. I, I, I have come here to ask for wisdom from you. To ask for your guidance to ask for your help to learn my true destiny. I serve Rahilofane, but I know Baham- Bahamut has has a course of action for me, and I came to learn from you how to receive that. If helping find the shipwreck encourages that help from you, I will do as you bid.
4: I invite you to consider how your reaction to the zombies on the beach might reflect your destiny. You've talked to me, and I encourage you to consider whether your heroic actions might be the first manifestations of that destiny taking shape. Why don't you speak to Tarak? He can put you in the right direction for some things that need done. And then you can talk to me afterwards about your destiny.
2: Thank you, Elder. Where might I find Tarak?
4: Oh, he, he's right over there. And then you see uh, a guy over on the beach kind of picking out some palm seeds out of the sand. Uh, like, just, just kind of digging a little bit. He's the one that's like on the map, off in the distance. So you can put your mini over there if you want to talk to him. But they are all escorting you back up to Dragon's Rest. So I am going to cancel out of the map until we are in encounter again. Um, so we're going back up to Dragon's Rest right now. They're kind of leading you up there, and on our way, we'll get to know Tarok. Harak is a human in late middle age. He has pale skin, tanned, darker with many freckles, auburn hair, and a beard that's mostly gray and gray-blue eyes. He's got faded tattoos and an abstract design peek up the side of his neck from beneath his dirt-stained robes. And he says, Hello. It is uh, nice to meet some more adventurers coming here to Dragon's Rest. Lots of stuff to find, lots of treasure to have, and lots of dragons to meet. Um, tell me, would you be willing to find some mushrooms for me?
2: I will do what I must to fulfill my destiny and set myself on the the path for it. What mushrooms do you seek? Well, well, see, I've got this
4: friend out uh, out in the sea caves, so, uh, I've got this friend. There's the sea caves that are on the south side of the island. And uh, I usually go down there to get some cat mushrooms from the myconids that live there. I've got a buddy down there that usually comes up and visits me. And I go down and visit him. And, you know, we we make rare concoctions out of these mushrooms together. But uh, I haven't heard from my buddy in a long time. And I'm starting to get really worried. So if you could go figure out what's up with the myconids, I'll make you a really, really nice potion.
2: The myconids. Over by the, the the cove, you said.
4: The south side of the island. There's some sea caves.
2: South side of the island. I will go. And he just full sprints off, just like full. Ezra Miller flash just wa- like wobbly <laughs> as ever running. He stops. Uh, then he comes. He runs back and he goes. New friends. Would any of you like to join me on my adventure? Well, I would sure like to come and follow me with great taste. don't? And just starts wobbly running again. Don't we? Have...
3: I've never <laughs> seen a dragon in person before.
0: Because I'm a dwarf, I'm just gonna like stubbly run.
1: Don't we have to go to Compass Rose? The the, the Rose Re- Compass? Um, before you
4: before you start heading that way uh runara is going to stop stop uh the two of you um wisty and uh Stegric and say trust yourselves and be careful many have sought the knowledge contained in that lace um i'm no expert in interpreting dreams but perhaps the zombies you fought are the hunger of death you've been thinking of aye Good luck, adventurers. And
1: that's where we'll leave off. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of TGB One Shots. If you like the show, leave a review for us and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at The Garlic Boys. You can also support this show as well on the Garlic Boys Patreon for as little as, guess what, $3 a month. If the listeners wanted to follow you guys, where can they follow you? Uh Vaptor Like Raptor.
0: Instagram and TikTok.
1: What yeah, what's your handle, you silly goose? You said it. Oh man, Vaptor Like <laughs> Raptor. Mug,
2: what what about you?
3: Meatball mug on Instagram.
2: Connor? Uh Connor O'Connor on tic, uh Instagram and TikTok.
1: How about you, Jackie? You can find me wherever you get your Jackies. All right. Follow us and remember, as always. Go, girl, you stay, stay go. Go. Okay, Play Spider Man
4: two.